You may call it in this evening, but you've only lost the night. Preset all your pretty feelings, may they comfort you tonight. And I'm climbing over something, and I'm running through these walls. I don't even know if I believe. I don't even know if I believe. I don't even know if I believe everything you're trying to say to me. Welcome to another episode and another season of Show Enough Podcast. I'm Barrett. I'm CP. I'm uh, Tourette Susan. Yeah, we are joined. We are joined by Tourette Susan. I don't know Susan. if we... Can we keep saying join? Because she's actually being pretty consistent She's lately. been pretty... Yeah. Oh, I think don't we've cracked this the code. Wrong. This will probably be it for the year. No, I think she's like, cracked two the code. in one year? If we want her on the show, we got to bring it to the house. You have did season finale, just the tipsy, and now this one. Yeah, that'll be it. Well, we'll at, least get, we'll at least get the drunk show out of her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scheduled preemptively. She ain't saying no to booze. i tell you that much. Preemptively Ms. scheduled. Miss Glug Glug over there. Scheduled for the 10th. Okay, let me put that in my calendar. 10th of November? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everybody synchronize your watches. The only thing I just thought about is my junior probably has basketball. <laughs> Let me see what time said basketball is on the 10th. Since I made a handy-dandy Excel spreadsheet earlier today. Oh, yeah. We'll, be, we'll have to start a little late, but I'll be at, I'll be at the hizzy 5 o'clock. Sounds good. So, We've got to work it out with Marshall. Oh, well, let's see. No, the game starts at 4.45, so 6 o'clock. So maybe I'll let y'all in and y'all get started without me. <laughs> get the ball rolling. So... We'll figure something out. Um, yeah, so what are we, season nine? Season nine. Season nine of Walking Dead. This is what, season six for us, technically? Yeah. Somewhere around there. I think we started doing this solo at season four. Yeah, because we made it through the prison and into season three, didn't we? Or no, we. I think we started season five because we didn't start, no? Well, because her, quote, prediction was... When Herschel got choppity chopped. Yeah. And that was... Two. No, three. No, that was three or four. I think it was three. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what when that yeah. was. So whenever it was that that season happened, we went solo right after that season ended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. It was a good time. A great time to make a break. Segue yeah. out. Yep. Cut the crazy out from the house. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So season five, six for us. As a solo crew, um, I have have you just reflecting on previous seasons when it was uh, under the Gimple's thumb? How would you say the first two episodes of season nine have been so far? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen like major differences, but I'm probably and we talked about this what Sunday, I guess. Uh, I'm probably the only one who will actually be happy when Rick dies so that they'll quit saying the last episodes of Rick Grimes. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. tired of them promoting that for the last two months. Come yeah. see Rick die. Right, yeah. I mean... Just wait. Right. 
Now they ain't telling about the other one who dies right after him that we're aware of. That don't necessarily know how, but we know that it's coming or leaves or however they're going to write her out. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I'm tired of the, the or do you, she could leave and go live with the Georgia people. Georgie. Georgia. Is that her uh, name? Georgie. Georgie. Because, you know, they hinted yeah. at that on one of these episodes, yeah. didn't they? You, yeah, they did. Uh, episode two. Yeah, um, this past So it. they could be like, oh, she went to go visit and never came back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In case she comes back later. Well, I, I know for me watching this, this is starting to blend in with what I've read. It's it's not caught up, but it's catching up with my memory of the the, the issues that I've got that I've read. So oh, it's it's starting book-ish. to blend into comic booky. I'm recognizing a lot of people, and because I know what's coming, I'm really excited about what's going to happen. Because for people that don't, this is going to be like a true Game of Thrones. I know it's coming, and I'm watching people's faces to see what they do when the, when it goes down. <laughs> so just just for me, actually getting to see, starting to see some of the characters that I've been reading about for a while start coming in. Right. It's getting exciting, and I feel you, like the writing's a little bit better. But you, you said what happens on the end of season or of episode one is straight from the comics, right? Um, like that was his death and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like to the almost to the T. Almost to the T. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which I mean, they've done that a few times. Um, they they hold close enough that it has a, a a hint of familiarity, but they bring in just enough changes to kind of keep it. Well, yeah. could they go in that direction? Because they still change things up a little bit. So far, it's been name changes and situation changes. Especially in episode two, there's a situation change, and I went, eh, that's different. No, I mean, not episode two, episode one here. But still, it's, I don't know, man. I'm just, hmm. I'm waiting for it to go down. Because if it, it goes down the way I'm hoping it goes down, dude, this is going to be ugly. Good. Mid-season finale is going to be a, a, a cliffhanger. Can't be worse than Glenn hiding under a dumpster. Oh, God, no. No more dumpster shit, please. four months. (laughs) I did read today that they dropped on viewership again. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, It's been doing that for the last couple seasons. It's been doing that for the last couple seasons under Gimple. Yeah, ever since, like, they keep saying that ever since, uh, you know, Glenn and Abraham you know, took the brutal death. Yeah, but see that that that's the kind of part about this that I'm like, dude, you think that's bad? Just wait. Well, yeah, but that we, happened in the books. We all knew that was coming. Yeah. So I don't understand why everybody not was at, in well, not such... Abraham, but Glenn. That's how right. Glenn dies in the books. Abraham actually, um, uh, what's her name? Denise. Oh yeah. Denise took Abraham's death. Mm. Abraham got an arrow to the back of the head. So. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Gotcha. All right, let me sell some bills. All right. You can find us, find us at... Have sh- you been drinking? You can find <laughs> us at Facebook slash ShownuffPod on iTunes at Shownuff, Twitter at ShownuffPod. Use our hashtag Shownuff and email us at ShownuffPodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on the Twitter, check us out on social media platforms, rate us on iTunes, and email us your questions or comments. It's been a while since I've done that. We can tell. That really hurt my feelings. <laughs> I am becoming a woman. you got to back off on Are you that. triggered? Just a tiny bit. <laughs> My man John has grown in leaps and bounds recently. <laughs> it got its uh, apron strings tied on really tight over the summer. Damn right. Have you baked any pies lately? No. Have you eaten any? No. Just uh, working on growing some oh, ovaries. Come on, man! I softballed it right <laughs> to you. So yeah, she's sitting right here. That I was like it. the biggest. I know it. <sighs> Fine. We'll save it for the drunk show. Um, T S. 
Yeah, TS, why don't you answer that? Has he eaten any pies lately? <laughs> no. She's like, sadly, no. <laughs> Just defeated. <laughs> feel bad for her, poor thing. Um, all right, well, uh, we've got two to cover tonight because yep. somebody was living it up in the Caribbeans last week when we should have been recording. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those somebodies would be these two fuckers and not me. You could have come on the boat with, and we could have recorded right there on the boat. Dude, that would have been a good one. It would have been like our own version of Walker Stalker Cruise. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, we could have walked around and interviewed guests while we were there, too. Nobody weekend at Bernie's the lady this time around, though. Yeah, but we did have two people die on us, though. We had two people <laughs> die. Do I want to know what that was? It was probably his lacrosse gear. It was oh. his lacrosse gear. Yeah, it sounded like the sticks. Yeah. We Did had... the one person legit die, the, the defibrillator one? I or... don't know. Probably okay. did. So one... they, It took them a long time to get across the ferry and get run to the defibrillator. So yeah. probably One died. confirmed and one we're not 100% sure. Yeah. But probably. <laughs> one probably had a near death. One pulled up a chair, sat down, and enjoyed themselves. Yeah. One had a conversation with Jesus and then was suddenly pulled back. The other one... <laughs> Yeah, it was packed a one bag. got invited to come home. One, yeah, one packed a bag and and stayed for a while. Yeah, um, decided he was going to stay. Uh, but sounded like a good trip from our conversations mm-hmm. between yeah. everything besides besides death and and uh, people haggling you to buy drugs and yeah. and bracelets. Yeah, because when we were in Jamaica, they tried to stop our bus and sell us pot brownies. That dude, that dude danced out the in front of the bus. He had the dreads and the little outfit on. And Winston, our driver. Winston, our driver. I thought he wasn't going to stop. <laughs> He's going to hit that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, no problem. You keep there. And they just would have plowed him over. Dude, we were missing other cars by inches. The, the edge of the uh, gravel road down the mountain, inches, just inches of it. They, uh, they live like that all the time. I don't know how in the hell they do it. That's why they honk that horn oh, as they go around corners hoping someone doesn't hit them from oh. the other side. Every time we came up to a blind turn, I went, this is ah. it. This is the one. Well, guess what? The person on the other blind turns honking too so they can't hear each other. Yeah, they can't hear each other. <laughs> Sounds better than the uh, crackhead you had giving you the tour in Miami, though. Like the, uh, the Miami was built on cocaine. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, our yeah. tour bus driver. Yeah, that was tour bus. Yeah, she <laughs> Whatever. was else. Yeah. That was Miami is built on cocaine. We heard that a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. That was after And about strip clubs and who was in the strip clubs. I was like, is this a family friendly tour yeah. guide or what we gonna stop at every strip club on oh, the Oh, we're passing uh the the juggly shake. Uh yeah, Stormy Daniels uh danced there just recently. <laughs> I'm looking around at some of the kids going I don't want to have to explain this to them. <laughs> and cocaine built Miami. Yeah, yeah. That was every other line. They're what, 13 and 15? Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure they know. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, but I was like, we were still in a big no, bus, I, of, yeah. of a yeah. tour bus with lots of people and kids. Fidel Castro like, said he's going to empty his trash on the streets of Miami, so he opened up all the prisons and mental institutions and shoved all of them over here on Miami, <laughs> along with a whole bunch of drugs. Oh, and uh, the fastest speedboats ever invented during that time in the 80s. Uh, a guy owned like seven of them, and some private guy wanted to buy them all off of him for however many million dollars, and he was going to do it. And the government came and said, "Hey, don't do that, because then he'll be able to outrun all of our police officers, all of our police boats." 
And the guy goes, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I want like, money, I'm about money, to get, money, money. About to get paid. And bitch. then she's like, and then we had dirty cops. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then we had dirty <laughs> cops, everybody. And I'm, I'm just sitting here listening to it going, this is Sicario. <laughs> <laughs> that was after the, the one and a half hour, uh, two million titty woman march. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We y'all got stopped we by. We there uh, for who knows how long as a billion people p- crossed the street. Susan G. Komen race in Miami. <laughs> and then guess what? When they were done crossing, they crossed back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had like a little meeting across the street, and then they crossed all the way back, all yeah. the way back. We're watching like, them walk across, and I was like, "Damn, these bitches just won't stop." And the next thing I know, the light turns, and then they all come back the other way, and I went, "What the fuck?" <laughs> You're <laughs> like, I was I like, they look. went across the street to get their free T-shirt, and then yeah. they all crawled yeah. back. I'm up. like, look, I love walk, boobs too. Believe me, water but please, dear God, <laughs> stop walking across the street. I want to go. It's a water <laughs> water checkpoint. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I guess uh, we'll hop right in it since we're going to yeah. try and slam through. That's fine. Uh, two episodes. Yeah. TWD season nine episode one: A New Beginning. You ready for some previously on action? Yeah, if I can remember what was previously on. It's been a little while. Previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, there wasn't a whole lot to cover on this, so bear with me. <clears throat> Rick monologues, all that bullshit that happened last season. The one and only thing I gave a squeeze about was Shiva, and the new world begins, but in all honesty, it's probably the end of the world if their ratings drop anymore. <laughs> Very true. Very true. I I mean... And that's all people are talking about. It's like, oh my God, they started out at 5 million. Now they're down to 3.5 million, blah, blah. And it keeps on going down and down. I'm going, well, yeah. Last couple of seasons have been long and drawn out. Mm-hmm. It was peppered with a couple of good episodes, but good Lord. Yeah, 16 episodes with maybe six good, air quote, episodes. Yeah. Well, the it's, part about it that really irritates the shit tough. out of me, and we actually got the same treatment with this pilot, they extend an episode half an hour. And you get nothing out of it. No. You get 30 minutes more commercials. That's all you get. But you, just, you get more monotonous dialogue that really isn't very meaningful. Yeah. So, I mean... Nothing to move the story along. Yeah. I mean, nothing that's relevant that made me want to sit for an extra 30 minutes. Huh. So, but, you know, they've been doing that for, hell, five seasons. Yeah. Every time we have an extended episode, very rarely is it ever action-packed filled with something that's relevant. But just from these opening little montage shots and uh, coming through the gate here, you can tell it has been a significant amount of time has passed. I mean, yeah. they have done some major fortifications. They got a wind turbine. Would you say it's been like a two-year, three-year time jump? Because um, how how much bigger do you think Judith is? It's about a year and a half if you base it off of Maggie being pregnant and the size of that child, no. Okay. <laughs> that kid's sitting up on his own. Yeah. <laughs> it's he's, not laying he's, down. He's about ready to say, I'm going to go poopy. You know, Baby <laughs> Herschel is sitting there playing with blocks. True, true. <laughs> right, yeah. So he's, it's in that year and a half to two-ish range, you know, is is what you can assume from here. So we're, going to make the assumption that judith is like four five you know yeah okay but it's been it's been a significant time jump yeah it was fairly significant maggie was like 18 months pregnant last time we saw her and here she is elephant (laughs) yeah and here she is with a big old big old kid so i'm gonna guess 
either the kid popped out and grew or she squeezed the kid that big. Yeah. What's and up with the birds? Yeah, that's what the I was CGI wondering. The CGI birds. Crows. Were t- I was What's like, the, why is all of a sudden there's a mass of crows? You know, a murder well, of crows, really. Right, a murder of crows. Crows, you know, being the harbingers or the, not the harbingers, but the uh, indicators of death or omens of death. Uh-huh. So that kind of plays into a, the opening. Yeah, the, um, the opening montage. Opening, yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Credits. They're, they're a little opener. Yeah, the Now, credits. granted, it's not live action. It's all animated. But with the animation, they can do a little more to it. So, and I got a little write-up on that. Using I like walkers. the zombie scarecrow. I thought that yeah. was a good. I thought we all thought that was a great the idea. Zombie scarecrow was a pretty good idea. Yeah. Not pointing any fingers. Could have been done better. I mean, but if it ever did get loose or came down, then you would have a walking zombie. Exactly. That would that would be those bad arms too. come off? Then the bastard's going to walk around and get all chompy on yeah, people. Yeah. Or the rope breaks. Or Tara's hair is a hell of a lot longer than it used to be. Oh yeah. We would know about Jesus, but he's got a man button rocking. Yeah, because it's damn hot in the summertime. Well, it's well, not he's wearing too a leather up and trench coat. Yeah, he's wearing a damn. You got to cool off somehow or another. A leather leg, leg. trench coat and leather gloves in the heat of the summer. Bet he's wearing leather pants and rubber underwear to <laughs> seal in the flavors. It's for all that horse riding. Yeah. <laughs> he's and like, look, a hey, Aaron, and and for the bedroom, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna peel all this off and. Uh, how about go romp in the in the water? The the part here where uh, Daryl on Bangkok Ladyboy two and Jerry on the horse, not a damn one of them could hear each other in that whole conversation. Oh no! Surprised the horse wasn't freaked out by the muffler of the true. Because you know the things are loud. Yeah, I was trying to remember what this was. Now I just remember. But all it they're was, going to the museum right. yeah, to get, yeah. which is a good idea. That's a fantastic idea. I mean, that is smart. The seed thing was really pimp. Yeah. Yeah. But going to the museum and looking for equipment you can use is actually something when I was writing out, when I was dabbling in writing, is something I actually put into part of my story was finding a museum and finding weapons and using old weapons because either they'd been restored to the point they were still functional or they were still functional. Yeah. Or there's enough parts around for the older ones that are like that that are easily interchangeable yeah that you can keep it going or get it fixed because museum quality combat quality actual usable weaponry depending on how old it is is going to be in a museum yeah i'm sure in even museums, like the stone though, pottery they probably yeah. plates um, the jugs the just the whole water i mean speaking of jugs pollyanna damn <laughs> damn she just rode by on the horse but that's that's the part about the museum thing that I thought was just genius is all of it's there. Even if it isn't usable, it's usable as a template. They can mm-hmm. pull it apart and make another one from it, an exact duplicate. All right, so the opener. The crows, meaning the dead. The Rick, the tree Rick cut Nick's, Negan's throat under, explodes in leaves, a new beginning, time passing, whatever. There's the seaside trident. There's Daryl's crossbow, Carol's trench knife. The helicopter seen briefly. Uh, the horses they're using now, Michonne's sword in a graveyard, Lucille and Rick's python on the ground together, not separate, but together. Bangkok ladyboy getting covered in vines, the noose from the barn for Gregory, uh, the windmill, which is a big upgrade in the comics. When they get the windmill and built and they can start doing stuff with it, that's a major game changer. Um, you get more crows as they show the herd of the dead, but did you notice that one of the dead is red? Mm-hmm. 
all the other dead were black or gray, hmm. but there was one right behind the first one that when it, when the camera shifted, it was bright red. I didn't notice that. I noticed it. I don't know what it means. But... I'm thinking that means it's not dead. It's a whisperer. Uh, I'm thinking that is their tease. It's for like that. their infrared person. Yeah, you know, like a like the infrared. That one's cameras. actually casting a heat. Yeah, yeah, he's right. got a heat signal. And they're making a making their way along a sunken road toward the windmill, meaning they're working their way towards towards them. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, we're pretty sure that what we saw them building this summer was that windmill. That was at um, Sonoya. Yeah, in Alexandria. Because we could see him working on the construction of it back in June when we were there. Mm -hmm. So So they're in Washington. I'm going to assume they're in the Smithsonian. Do they ever actually show this as the Smithsonian? Or you're pretty sure it's a... Yeah, I think that's what we're led to believe that it is. Okay. But apparently this is an actual uh, building in downtown Georgia. I don't know if it like was, a bank or something. Like a, no, I, I don't know if it was the museum there or if it was like the Capitol building or something. I read I read something about it, so, but I don't remember the details. But yeah, there's a, you know, we came we come into this knowing that after we figure out where they're going, <laughs> based on kind of what they're going to go for, is you know relics and things that they can salvage. Yeah. It's like Rick says later on, they're taking a step back to carry them forward. But I think we can all agree this is probably the worst IKEA they have ever been to. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. This is where Obviously, Michelle gets the idea of laws and well, freedoms yeah, and the, the union, more perfect a union. new democracy for all. Yeah, because she stands in front of the Civil War, whatever poster, yeah, exhibit, which. They they're essentially in the Reformation part of their own Civil War. Is you know we just had this horrible dust up. We got to figure out a way to get along, or it's just going to happen again. Yeah, I don't understand, which we haven't gotten there just yet. But why is there like five thousand of them in the friggin' basement? I mean, unless that's everybody that was in that place camping out. But hell, it looked like. Oh, the parking garage underneath the, the yeah, crystal like whatever floor that there. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five thousand people in, in there, and that that floor would not be able to crack. It would be just so much plexiglass. They're making it look like it's real glass. Did you did you <laughs> notice the wording on the wall? No, in the ba- in the ba- basement. Uh, what's it say? Manifest hmm. destiny. Hmm. Yeah, I see it. No, it's a little obscured by the bodies on there. Yeah. Hmm. See another reason you should be watching Manifest. Shit. It's your destiny. Now, T.S. and I were actually talking about this, too. They're walking carefully over this floor, but this floor was engineered to be walked on and to handle lots of weight. Yeah, so it thousands is, it of is people. Right. laminated and, sheets of glass, multiple sheets. You could drive a truck over that thing, and it ain't going anywhere. So when they start dropping cement blocks and moving stuff across it, it could crack, sure, but it's not going to crack and break through like glass would. Yeah, it's like that glass floor at the Sears Tower in Chicago that cracked. Yeah. But, I mean, nobody was ever in danger, but it no. obviously freaked everyone out who was on it. Because, mm-hmm. like, the first two top layers or something cracked on it out of the 17 that it had or something yeah. like that, you know? But, um, I mean, those things are designed to withstand oh, yeah. bullet shots, cannon shots, you you name it. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. A couple of hundred pounds 
ain't gonna ain't gonna affect it at all. Mm-mm. I love how Rick's like a little bit of like, ooh, spiderweb. I can't uh, touch that. I can't have that touch me. Which I'm the same. I don't want no spiderweb on me Mm-mm. either. No. You've been to summer camp. You know what that's like. No, hell no. Getting that shit in your face and your you mouth. You put the young kid out, out front with a stick in his hand. Yeah. You're like, you're, you're on the front end. You're on spider watch. It, it is pretty telling that when Sadiq gets grabbed by that walker and pulled under, what freaks him out is not the walker, but the spiders. Oh, I'd be freaking out too. I don't want that shit on me. Pretty much anybody else would be freaking the hell out <laughs> over a dead thing grabbing them. Yeah, nah. I'd be like, ah, I've seen those. Dealt with those plenty of times. I don't want no damn spider on me, though. Then who, wait, who is this? I forget. This Is it Gabriel that kills Gab- yeah, yeah, Gabriel kills it. Gabriel and Jadis? Yeah, Anne. Anne, whatever. Anne. Oh, well, I guess he kills it, and then they have their little preemptive moment that I guess sets up what happens in the next episode. So where did he get this hat at all of a sudden that says new identity, this weird hat? I don't know. It's just... It's like this funky Amish looking thing. Yeah. And for me, something weird... I know he's blind in one eye, but something about him's off. He's like he's lost weight or something. Or he looks a little... I think he's lost weight since the last time we seen him. Yeah, probably has. Because his face is not right. It looks different. So the exchange between Cindy and Daryl, where she's talking about... She's upset, looking at the canoe, thinking about her brother, and tells the little story there. That's going to come into play later. I think that's coming into play later. Because remember, Oceanside, all the males in Oceanside were wiped out by the saviors. I got to imagine most of the saviors that did that are still alive, and they're still back at the sanctuary. Uh Oh, yeah. So... I didn't think about that My either. My tinfoil hat I just theory. I kind of forgot about it. Is that what's happening in the end of the next episode? Yeah. I wonder if it, if it's if it's not just her, maybe it's some Oceansiders. Right. Picking off the saviors a little bit at a time. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Jadis Ann saves the day with her seed bank. I bet she did. But the only seed she's wanting to bank comes out of Gabe's pants. <laughs> comes out of that one-eyed monster. Mm. <laughs> Both. You can't say there's no diversity Literally on this and show. metaphorically. Yeah. yeah. And it's like we pointed out on the uh, on the podcast the other day on, on a Facebook page. It finally pays to be a black man in The Walking Dead. Yeah. You got uh, Ezekiel and Carol. And then you got Rick and Michonne. Rick and Michonne. And then now, which we're jumping a little bit ahead, but in episode two, you'll have uh, Gabriel and Anne slash Jadis. Yeah. So I'm like, it's they're going against the grain of, of everything. Like, you can't have a normal relationship in The Walking Dead. It's got to be, uh, it's got to be interracial or, or gay. Yeah. Well, except for Carl and Ian, well, yeah, I yeah. guess. There for like a brief moment, but it, it is. And Carol's is had multiple flings. Yeah, <laughs> she kind of had like a Daryl thing, and then she had dude. She gets around. What was that dude's name? The old guy. Oh, whatever that guy was. Yeah, whatever. Alexandria. They got killed. Yeah. Him. Yeah. So Carol gets around. You know, she's been there for a while. So, but I guess in another another way of looking at it would be up until this point, 
they've been struggling to get by and just trying to make ends meet and survive day to day. Yeah, they're finally at a point now, now where they've been chill for a year and a half. Yeah, now they're getting to the point where they can actually go out and just just F their brains out and be happy about it and not have anything and to really worry like, about. And they can, like, bathe it. regularly. Yeah. You know, the funk ain't so bad Yeah, <laughs> that it's uh, keeping them away. And... But them getting out of there with a stagecoach, a plow, a canoe, they're getting plenty of good stuff. Could they have driven that stagecoach down the road? I don't know if it was that functional. But at the bare minimum, they could piece these things, take them apart, maybe draw a quick sketch on how they went back together again, get them into the hands of carpenters, woodworkers, steelworkers. Yeah, it seems like they could construct everything. They could have took their time with this. They made it look like we only got one shot to do this. Let's do it. They could have just been like, hey, get this. Tomorrow we'll go back and get this. It was kind of like we got to get everything out of this museum in 30 minutes, which makes no sense. I mean, you know. I can't believe that those wheels are actually like all steel. That's what it looks like they are. Should be a steel banding around the perimeter of it. The tread of it would actually be steel, but the rest of it should be all wood. Right. That's what I thought. But they, um, maybe it's just the angle, but it looked like. The part about it that kills me is when everybody starts tying ropes to the, their own waist and walking across the glass because it's creaking and making noise. Here's my thing is why do we have to walk across the glass with the, that? There was two feet at least between the glass and the stairs. You could have walked straight across that. Well, maybe not. Or handed no, over the not. side of the stairs to the other side where there's no glass. Yeah, now, what? if it's not too terribly <laughs> heavy, you could have done that. And, you get on the other side of the steps and I'll just hand it down the rail thing on the other side there where there's no glass. And that place is so big. There's got to like, be a back stairwell. There right. has to be a fire That's the only hazard. fucking stairwell in the whole place. <laughs> you know that's wrong. Right, you know that. Yeah, there's... Yeah, so whatever. But, you know... But we have to make a dramatic... Dramatic effect for the show. So we can have show. a fun time watching Ezekiel fall through it. Ezekiel die so that he can... And actually, he would have been really bit because his butt is right there at their teeth. Oh, oh. <laughs> and his legs. Now, despite him being bit, there's no way in hell his weight with that, quote, glass is going to support that rope. Or cut the rope. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It'll, Especially that rope, when they right start pulling back and forth. Right there is on that glass right there. Right. The first time they pulled that right there, snap. <laughs> Done. Yeah. yeah. Done. I don't... I have that rope. I've seen it do worse on rock. There's no way in hell... Who would have lasted that? That, A, that glass is that fucking thin, and B, that it wouldn't cut through that rope in two seconds. Mm-hmm. Because that rope just has a sheath, and then underneath that sheath is just the current. a thousand little mini strands, and that glass would slice right through it like butter once it got through the sheath. And it wouldn't take long to get through that sheath with that sh- jagged-ass glass. Mm-mm. So, yeah, there, it seems lately that they have a lot more <laughs> continuity and irregularities like that then they should be this far, this many seasons into this show. They should have some of that shit on lockdown. Yeah. Like, to, there's no reason that they couldn't have made that realistic and still have the same amount of effect. Just, you know, whatever. Have the glass break all the way away from that corner and there's no glass and you're just pulling against the metal. All right, I can maybe believe that. Yeah. But don't have me believe that you're dragging it across a jagged edge piece of glass. 
on that rope and then it's not going to cut it. Yeah. There's that. And then there's like the thing that you pointed out in the next episode, um, on the log roll and, you know, a couple of things in that whole scene that were all bogus. Yeah. And then the, the same thing that's about to come up on this right here is they're riding down the road, they stop and we can't take care. There are so many quote zombies that we've just got to leave it and run. But then when shit goes down, they take care of them. Like it's no big fucking deal. Yeah. I'm like, well, if when, it was no big fucking deal, just take care of shit, and then you ain't got to rush. Yeah, when Ken get bit, gets bit, suddenly, oh, it's time to stand and fight. Well, if it was... If it was manageable, just... Yeah, manage I mean, it. they've done way worse than whatever that was, like 10, 15. Yeah. You know, hell, they cleared out the prison yard early on with, you know, only a handful of them. So the three guys on horseback we just looked at here... The three young guys. Three young guys. That is Marco on the left, Ken in the middle, and Alden on the right. We know Alden from last season. We're going to know Marco more in this season. He's the one with the long brown hair. He's the one with the long brown hair. Now, what's what's different here... He's got Carl's old haircut. ...is Ken in the middle Mm -hmm. wasn't supposed to die now. Oh. But it made more sense when I realized who that guy was. Because you see Marco and Barcode... In the teasers, the the season nine teaser they were showing a couple months ago, they're the ones that slide down in the ditch and start covering themselves with mud, mm, and they hear right. the walkers up on the road, and one of them says, "Where are they?" Oh, okay. In the books, that's Marco and Ken, oh. not Barcode. So Ken, mm. w- once I realized who that was, because I didn't hear them call him by name until the second time around watching, I went, "Oh." Makes sense now. Mm-hmm. The Ken, I didn't pick up on. It's just a Ken. Yeah, yeah. It was just a name. Yeah, but it was it was originally in the books. It was Marco and Ken were the ones that first encountered the Whispers. Well, they have to get barcode a job, so. Yeah, and it happens in a situation like that where they get, basically, they just, they just get a whole bunch of them coming on the road. They jump off the road and hide in a ditch, and then they freak out because they think that the walkers are developing the ability to talk uh-huh. and think. And it freaks them the fuck out. So they come into the bridge and they find out it has been destroyed. The bridge is gone. And what did they say took it out? Weather? Daryl mentions the big storm later on. Okay. He says that big storm came through and fucked everything up. And as you up. can see from the video, there's well, yeah, rushing water big time. Rushing water. Now that ties this in to the current timeline and Fear the Walking Dead with the hurricane. Yeah, with the water coming so, um, if you go back to the bridge when Daryl crosses on the motorcycle and Jerry crosses on the horse, yeah, our half of that bridge was out. Was I wonder if that's of, the same bridge. I don't know if that was the same bridge or not. I I didn't pay attention if this was Route A or Route B they were on when I they don't first crossed think it. So, because weren't they getting ready to go to DC? Well, he was going to DC, so maybe not. But when they come back the way they went, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think they're trying to get the stuff over. This is the bridge to get their stuff over to uh, to Alex, Hilltop. Hilltop. Yeah. Maybe the, there was another bridge that went downtown, right. but now they're trying to get the the farming equipment to Hilltop, and it's a different bridge. Right. And that so that ends up being the bridge that they rebuild in the next. But the episode. storm may have half took out the other bridge too. So, this, right. but it took out the whole bridge. Yeah. On this so one. let's count here. I don't know, what is that, 20? Maybe. Tops, based on that shot that they just showed of 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with 15 to 20. Yeah. I mean, I would say with given that there's Carol, 10 Ezekiel, of them, Rick, and Daryl, dude, I mean, they could do it by themselves and not even blink. Yeah, if there's roughly seven the to ten of the, them, the that's donkeys and Michonne, mules. you know, and she's got her damn, Michonne could do it by herself when they're all spaced out, all nice and pretty. But uh, by the time you got the donkeys and the mules all unleashed, you had already been a ramp. They would already been there. I mean. Right. And one dude. Because it's not easy. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to clip it right here and let them go. It ain't that easy. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't understand why it's such a big deal. I can understand them doing it for to say, well, we'd just rather be safe than sorry. And well, just I mean, I get, the... I get that aspect, but it all changes here. And now all of a sudden, you're and, like, you, oh. and you have a a rotting thing outpower you. How, uh, how how's that happen? Yeah, how just does an easy a way rotting corpse? What got me was the, the coup de gras, the kick. Yeah, that's what did it. Yeah, that's that, what that kick right probably the chest. sent ribs, probably ribs into organs and all kinds of crazy shit. Oh yeah, his broken lung, lung chest, <laughs> broken chest. I mean, like <laughs> the sternum and oh. ribs and. Yeah, yeah. I, I guarantee that lung is shot to hell. Oh, fuck that. So they're trying to save his life. Yeah. And mm. uh, we all know what's about to happen, even mm. though we're all going to pretend like it's not. Yeah. Birds chirping. I love the, <laughs> the closed caption. The, Exhale sharply. Ken? The, the bit here that still gets me when I see it is when Maggie turns their heads to the side. It sticks the knife in through the, oh, like the, the ear. frame and magnum at yeah. the bot yeah, the base the base of the neck straight up. It's like, oh, oh that still bothers me. Yeah, it's see look disturbing. now they're all sitting there. And every zombie. Jesus, dead. Rick, Daryl, Ezekiel six and, of them and Alden. And yeah, there's six of them over there. Daryl and, and Michonne could have taken care of that by themselves. I mean, mm-hmm. Michonne went loco in the woods by herself. And took out, what, a whole like, herd of like 30? 30 or 40 of them yeah. that one time, you know, back in season three. Oh, this part bothers me. I got I to gotta fast forward. <laughs> so that's one of the problems I have with this one. And then we get back to Hilltop and Maggie's trying to explain to the console the parents of the kid that died. Yeah, so she's trying to talk to Tammy and Earl. They took some liberties with this, but Tammy's still the same. Uh, his name isn't Earl. I can't remember what his name is, but it's not Earl. But they're they're still in the same situation where they're they're pissed off about the the son dying, and they blame Maggie for it. Well, I mean, that's pretty much uh, any grieving parent. I yeah. don't care who it is. You're but gonna... I didn't realize that was Brett Butler. Yeah, as soon as I saw her, I was like, "That it has to be her." So I googled it. Yeah. Immediately Googled it, and I was like, that is her. We're sitting she here watching it. Susan's over here going, oh, my God, little... she looks terrible. She used to have a big thing full of thick blonde hair. I, just when she talked, I was like, yeah, that's her. I got to Google and make sure. You think you think this is like makeup? Or I, dear God, I hope been so. drinking and smoking pretty bad? Drinking and smoking did some bad things. I hope that's all makeup. And that's why Oof. I hope why she's got her hair covered in that scarf to look bad. Yeah, maybe I don't know. But when she was popular, well, I guess it was the nineties. You can so see her blonde hair years, coming out so. the bottom. I know, but it was like thick, beautiful blonde. I mean, not like that stringy. I haven't washed my hair in two years. <laughs> Yours probably look like that if you hadn't washed your hair yeah. in two years. But her face and everything. But you know, it has been since the nineties. So, Whew. 
I mean, we've all gotten a little bit older since the 90s. And they're also a meeting here. We only voted for you because you were the only option other than uh, corrupt. Yeah. But if there was somebody else, we may have voted for them instead. I mean, look, we could either take you or we could take the dipshit that we knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd rather take you than the dipshit we knew, but But it's looking like we made a bad choice anyway. You would have lost. Yeah, I think it's makeup. Her recent pictures, I mean, her hair looks maybe thinner than her glory days but you know because i'm just sitting here thinking did she did she have a a serious illness like battle cancer and just didn't bounce back right or what yeah it's thinner but you know it's been since the 90s so she's it's been 20 years so you kind of forget that sometimes when it's like oh my god makeup helps dude makeup makeup is amazing (laughs) makeup and a a new hair did helps helps out because she had her own show on one of these channels, ABC or NBC or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I remember it now that I'm seeing it. But, yeah. So then they have the funeral for the son, and we have a singing. Oh, yeah, that and, was some bogus bullshit. And then by we Greg. have... Posturing by Gregory. Gregory. Filling in stupid shit. Being the politician he is, is, oh, you know, your son was wonderful. Yeah, I, I was... Ready for Shaking him to die. Hands and kissing babies and two two seasons ago. <laughs> so. Most of the back half of this is just a bunch of exposition, like you said before, that really does nothing other than one scene or two here or there that sets the pace for something later on. But for the most part, it's just stupid crap. Right. And like Daryl mentions later on, he's he's now basically in charge of the saviors that are remaining. So, he don't want to be there because all he thinks of when he was there was was when Negan was torturing his ass. Yeah. Right. It's okay. like, hey, we just busted you out of Guantanamo. You're in charge of Guantanamo now. <laughs> so what is these saviors doing at this warehouse other than just eating everybody's food? Trying, I mean, what are they doing? Trying They're to make fuel to... with um, Eugene. So it, you need a hundred of these people to make fuel? Well, you got to figure... Well, the feeling, I get the impression that everybody's jealous because they're like, hell, why work when I can just go over here and sit in a warehouse and prop my feet up and do nothing and y'all feed me? Right. It's yeah. still the same aspect of, you know... I can understand per- why the other groups were like, oh, hell, can I, I want to work over there. What, I what get y'all the do? impression from conversations that Rick and, and Daryl had and also Maggie and, and Rick have had. They're trying to teach the saviors how to take care of themselves. But in order to get that, get over them over that learning curve, they got to keep feeding them. But right. it's a factory; it's not designed to sustain anybody. The ground's probably it. all contaminated, probably saturated with diesel fuels, oils, whatever toxins or whatever else. They need to get the fuck out of that factory and go somewhere else. Yeah, right. and, and somewhere where the arable land. Past, they're still living in a factory. Yeah. So unless I, you're manufacturing goods, it's worthless. Yeah, which I think is probably <laughs> the reason why they're making the ethanol. They're they're making the best thing they've got for a fuel source. Yeah, but I got a feeling fifty percent of those people ain't doing ish other than watching no. other people work. No, and that was obvious by Justin that was just sitting there reading a book with all those jars of food sitting around him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Daryl tells and, and him to, to go clean that crap off the wall. He's like, with what? I don't know. Paint over it. We ain't got no paint, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> what do you want us to do? But yeah, I think if they had tore that factory down and just separated everybody out, I think they would have been better off. I mean, yeah. Alexandria wasn't even at full like capacity. Now maybe a lot of it burned down with the last 
like round of crap that went down over there. But it seems like hell more than half of what's at the Savior could probably go shack up in Alexandria and mm-hmm. can, over the there at least they, they have some sub- food at one time by themselves. Right. They at least have sustainable like land over there that they can work off of. If the kingdom can do it and Hilltop can do it, Alexandria can make their own food. Right. It ain't like... Alex, they were already doing it to an extent. Yeah. You know, and they were working on the garden and all that shit And then you could be like, just keep your own food in your own place unless someone has a big locust problem or plague or something. Yeah. You know, and then you might have to share. But everybody should be able to sustain their own community because they all have farmland. Yeah, they all should be self-sufficient. And Except then, for factory here, which you can't grow anything in steel walls and concrete. Yeah, but I mean, if it isn't within your protected area, it could be right outside your protected area. Yeah. And then the only thing you got to worry about are animals. Yeah. Unless you draw like a real big, farmers. I mean, yeah. Unless you draw a big herd of walkers, and then you know, they'll trample your food. But for but the most part, extend, you got to worry about make, Bambi they, and Thumper. They've been there long enough. They could have the garden outside of their gate and have a wall up around it too. Yeah, I, I mean, mean yeah. a year and a half easily. Yeah, it really know. wouldn't be too terribly difficult. If I my mean, grandpa, who was like 80-something years old, carrying oxygen on his hip, can tend a garden, <laughs> these motherfuckers can tend a garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I mean... And it's like, and if you don't want to tend a garden, just leave. If you're at the factory right. place, just leave. We don't need you. If you ain't going to work, we don't need you. Right. I mean, it's almost... I would say it would almost be that way. It's like, if, you know, if you're not contributing to 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 it and you're just leeching... Peace, you know. Yeah, the days of 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 that are gone. You know, they can go rot in the cell with Negan. You know, but he's actually got a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, he's pretty sweet. He's like hanging out. Yeah, nice air conditioned. He's got a cot, three square meals. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> yeah. Only thing he's missing is DVDs. Yeah, a little bit of exercise. You know, that's about it. So Daryl admits that he wants to go back to Hilltop with Maggie and the baby. Yeah. Which kind of alludes, or you know, at least uh, gives in to the whole "we're going to get you, Rick" scenario that happened at the end of last season. Yeah, but I mean, for all we know, for shits and giggles, uh, this uh, the this saviors uh, play Easy Street every now and again at midnight. <laughs> Just a dick with Daryl, dude. I would kill every radio in that place if somebody did that crap. Seems like they're finally getting to a point where they're actually acknowledging that they're in an apocalypse and, hey, we're running out of car batteries and gas and batteries and a whole because, you know, they talk about a solar power radio next episode and some crap like that. So we're finally getting to the point where they're actually having to live like there's an actual apocalypse happening where they're they don't have all these resources and and stuff that you would normally have, and then Gregory is uh beginning, setting up his master plan. He's beginning the needling. Yeah, he gets the wife drunk, Tammy and Earl, so that he can uh, plant the seed in Earl's head and try and get him to do his dirty work for him. Again, another piece of this that just drags on a little too long yeah because we we kind of knew i I, i'm i already kind of somewhat knew that some version of this was about to happen once gregory started his nonsense uh maybe didn't know to the extent of of how it was all going to go down but i i knew he was 
he was trying something and he was using this situation to uh to work his angle yeah so and then there he is he shows up oh hell he's gonna come just come right on into the bedroom like you know yeah like me, you live here yeah let me walk I'd into be a, freaked out if, you, if i turn around he was in my bedroom married like, dude. married couple's house you and weirdo? bedroom yeah <laughs> Is it uh, too late to tuck you into a Is it a too late for me to join y'all in bed? <laughs> I mean, I mean, she's drunk. She's not going to remember. <laughs> she's drunk. I would have been You're like, a recovering what the alcoholic. hell are you doing in my house? Uh, look, my dick just died. Do you <laughs> mind if I bury it in your ass? <laughs> Shit. You should have known something was weird and coming in your bedroom. Well, is there anything I could do for you? Come over here and let's talk. Uh, how about no? What? Get out of my house. And Carol and, and Daryl have a smoke outside about what, all their problems. Oh, the king, king how proposed it, to her. How it used to be. Everybody online's all butthurt because Daryl and Carol aren't a thing. And I'm sitting here going, look, Daryl and Jesus are going to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl and A-A-Ron are going to be a thing. I wonder if that'll ever happen. No. It will not happen. You don't well, think you know, uh, Kang will If it does, we jump the shark again. Love, write a love story in for Daryl. I swear they love getting characters together have that have no romance with each other. I'm like, huh? Yeah, I still there don't. There was nothing there. There was no romance there. I still no don't like the whole there. Rick and Michonne thing. It seems, yeah, I, was like, I felt like that was forced. That still seems forced, yeah. yeah that and really Janus does. and whatever, Anne, whatever her name is, yeah. and, and the preacher, I'm like, what? Just trying to force relationships. Yeah, here. that one. I'm like, where did that one even come from? It's yeah, like, oh, obey. Because I, I like mean, I just now. assumed he was a Catholic priest. Not that he was. Yeah, because he has the collar. Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't pay attention to that. But I guess you know the better comment that I saw on Twitter was at least at least he wasn't on the kid. What was his name? What's the kid's <laughs> name? Damn. The little kid uh, with kid, the stick. Uh, yeah. Because he knew to get his ass beat with that kid with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it meant, somebody made a comment. Well, like, at least he's not he's not on the kid. I was Jesus. like, oh, that's ruthless. <laughs> so, I mean, this has mostly just been fast forwarding through filler scenes. Yeah, like Gregory Rick talking our role, and bed. you could fast forward more <laughs> talking about the problem. I think the most the most interesting part of this is and... no, this is where she brings up the bylaws and the rules. Yeah, and in order to form a more perfect union. We're going to make a democracy. We're going to have yeah. hanging chairs. Bring everybody into the same rule. Basically, let chairs. them know this is what's expected of you. If you don't do it, this is what we're going to do to you. Because we can't have electronic voting booths. We got to have the hanging chad that you poke through on the paper. <laughs> now, I'm going to assume Herschel. Did you know how hard it is to push a baby in a. Uh, in grass? In grass. In like in dirt, a foot and a half worth of grass. <laughs> they should. I would have believed it if she had her in a baby. Yeah, now she had him in a papoose or something. Yeah, I'd believe that. Pushing him in a damn stroller on dirt, <laughs> gravel. Not even gravel, <laughs> dirt and grass. The, the grass with was them thin, narrow ass wheels that you know dig in every time you that even attempt. That kid's like, it. I can't. No wonder I can't sleep. This damn road's too bumpy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like riding on a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> Seeing her push that, I was thinking you might as well just have her pushing a stroller on a beach. <laughs> it ain't moving. It's just gonna dig that in. Baby's head yeah. is boom, boom, boom. It's like my. It's like me trying to maneuver my wheelchair in gravel. It's like. You roll two feet and you sink an inch and a half. Yeah. And then you roll two feet and sink an inch and a half. <laughs> so, 
course, Gregory sucks her into going over by uh, oh, yeah. Glenn's grave by saying. grave because someone's over there pissing hey, on it. Look, I was just over at Glenn's grave peeing on it, and it looks like somebody's defiled it. You might want to go look. <laughs> Somebody took a huge steaming oh, well, pile of shit on Why didn't you take care of it then? Hey, you got any toilet paper, by the way? Uh, <laughs> I guess that's why they had it in the baby thing, so when she got hit. See, look, he just like crawled out and started running away. No, I'm kidding. He didn't. But. <laughs> well, I guess that's why she couldn't have the baby on her chest because... Cause because when she got hit, they didn't want to, like, you know. Yeah, because yeah, then it's going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. And when did Enid become such a, you know, like, girl? And she's like, wait, stop, don't. I'm like, bitch, you've killed dudes. and You ain't a turtle. Yeah. Raw. And you're right. Exactly. On the half shell. But when they took the, the, the mask thing off Earl, I just thought I was watching Scooby-Doo for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Mr. Old Earl Jenkins. <laughs> I'd have gotten away with it, too. If it wasn't for you rotten kids. The, the so surprising she- encounter between Maggie and uh, Gregory here is when he, when he realizes... He ain't getting what he's... She's not going to cow or right. fall in. And so then he just gets straight out stabby. I was like, oh, shit. He's actually going to nut he's up He's actually going to go for it. Yeah. It's like, holy hell. Yeah, I've, I, de- I thought he would just deny, deny, deny and be like... Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, he's drunk. He's off the wagon. You killed his boy, blah, blah, blah. And But no, he went for it. Well, he had to in order to make it, you know... Finale, like, well, we yeah. got you. There was now. no way it was gonna ha- it the end was gonna happen without him doing this, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. because so, if not, the audience would have been like, What, yeah, you know? like Maggie's See, lost her mind, kind given of. he's got a knife way. and he's he's finally at the point, it kind of makes me think that maybe he, based on everything that just happened, how does everyone else let her just go off to somewhere else, go off to Gregory by herself? For that to go down with just yeah. the two of them, seems like that those two dudes were, that were holding him and whatever else would like go and like back her up, yeah. you know, in some yeah, like somebody fashion. would be with her at all times, now. right? Oh yeah. my baby, I gotta go life. kill a man, right? Yeah. Exactly, because yeah. you know that's about the, what she said, you yeah. know. Watch him, it's and stormed off. Seeing that Gregory had that knife on him makes me think that he had it just in case Earl didn't finish the job. So that he would walk over while she was unconscious and defenseless and finish her off. Yeah. And then try to just throw the knife on what's his name. And throw the knife and the murder off on Earl anyway. I think yeah. either which way it was going down, you can he go was going to pin it on know, Earl. You can go back to the 1950s with this. All you got to do is throw the, throw the weapon in, in their hand and it's done. There ain't no fingerprints. There ain't no DNA. Ain't none of that shit anymore. So all you got to do is be like, he's drunk. He's off the wagon. He, he must have done it. He's a grief-stricken father. And then in comes uh, the crew. Yeah, Rick and company coming to uh, talk to Maggie because Maggie and Hilltop are the breadbasket of these communities. They're feeding pretty much everybody. So now he's got to come hat in hand and ask her, hey, look, we know the last shipment of ethanol from the sanctuary didn't make it to your place, but we need you to give them food anyway. Yeah. And doesn't he ask her to... Oh, yeah. When you come to see Judith, she keeps asking about Aunt Aunt Maggie. She's like, I can't do it. You know I can't do it. Yeah. Hell no. I'm not going to set foot in the place that still harbors the dude that killed her husband. Hell no. And a couple others in such a brutal fashion. And she's just like, oh, well, you know, let's talk about anything else. 
I love that they have the uh, Cracker Barrel um, rocking chairs out on the balcony. I wish I had a balcony like that. That's a big-ass balcony. Yeah, I mean, you too could have a plantation home. I just need Barrett to put me a little patio thing out here like yours with the roof and the oh, bug screens. screened-in patio. That's what my dream yeah, is get to on have. That, yeah. When you get that Christmas bonus, throw that up. I want you weekend. to go provide that for me. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> go ahead and write the check, kind of like Christmas vacation, and then you're going to get the Jelly of the Month Club. Yeah, yeah. Instead, a, s- a subscription <laughs> to TV Guy that no one reads. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Now, now we get into Maggie the Negotiator. Maggie the Maggie. I told you I was going to make you pay. And now, because I'm patient, you're going to fucking pay. Right. And now, because you don't have a choice other than to eat my food and do what I say. Yeah. See, Rick needs Maggie's help to fix the the bridge. And she's like, "Uh, I'm not going to stop anybody if they want to come help you, but we ain't feeding anybody. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's kind of a shit show. I think, you know, she's kind of in a catch-22 where she's trying to... You know, she's she's doing what she needs to do and take care of her people, and she's somewhat expecting, you know, the other communities... To pitch in. ...to do their own part to help themselves, which seems to me, you know, maybe be happening in Alexandria and the kingdom, but sure as hell ain't happening at the Saviors, and there's probably more of them than there almost are of all three of the other groups, you know, combined. Or, or at least it's... She's like, it's, go to the kingdom, ask them for food. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's a close run for the at least from what they show us what what's at the Savior Compound versus what's at the other three groups combined. It's it's almost you know the same number. There's your my Commonwealth yeah, your, wind vane. Yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed that. It's a nice little nod to the comics. And then when we finally get to you think uh, all shit's about to go down for Earl. Yeah, and we finally see that it's not so much for Earl. As it is for good old Gregory. Yeah, because I did like that the way they angled it and the way they positioned her when she turns to basically commit the, commit the sentence or commute the sentence, whatever it is. You kind of get the impression that she's talking to him, but then everybody looks off to the left, and that's when you get Gregory on the horse. And I went, okay, all right, so we are going to stick with this. All right, cool. He's got a nice snot hanging off his nose. Yeah, he's, he's not doing good. <laughs> yeah, he is... Uh... He is not a trooper at all. And he still thinks he can talk his way out of it. And then we have Michonne's, you know, oh my God, not the kids moment. Yeah, where in the hell, why, why are these kids running out here? Right. How can we not, we can hear everything, but nobody can, can you know, it's the old Carl get in the house. Where the fuck's Carl? He, well, he's not in the house, you know, so... You can't tell me there was one adult go saying, uh, I don't nearly need to see this. I'll just stay in here with these kids. Right. You exactly. can't tell me there wasn't a couple of adults going, yeah, I really don't need especially to those, be here for this. Yeah, like the women, you know. Yeah, I would be like, I don't really need to know or see this. I'll just stay in here. <laughs> yeah, I'll take your word for it that it happened. Yeah, yeah, I'll believe you. Yeah, so good old Tammy better be uh, gracious. That yeah. it wasn't her husband. I don't know, because I would have been like, oh, God, he's next. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Earl, I think you're next. Yep. We should use that that song for uh, for the outro, the, like, Dixie Chicks, the <laughs> Earl song or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the end of episode one. That was the end yeah. of episode one. With 
And we Gregory even we dying. drew that one out. I think too long. No yeah, tears I mean, lost honestly, on that one. We did kind of draw that one out. No uh, Talking Dead tears lost on that one. No Pauls for no a loved one lost this time. No, I mean they 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 gave a you know gave him a little showmanship, but the, the nothing nothing big over it. Hell, he should have been on the Talking Dead after dying. Yeah, I, I didn't. I kind of thought about that, but you know maybe he's. Not high enough on the pole, or maybe he already had something else going on. I bet you his line when we go to Walker Starker next weekend doesn't have a lot of people in it. <laughs> I can't imagine his line having that many people anyway. Not like his character was very likable. No, no, it was a pretty. I shit feel character. sorry for the man. The man's like, I'm not that mean in real life, people. You can like, yeah. pay me money. It's like porch dick. You I know, mean, his... I wear funny hats on TV whenever they interview me, and Xander Berkeley like me, huh? You know, it's no, like buddy. I'm not the bad guy. Please pay me money for my autograph. Porch dick and uh dude that offed himself with Glenn. Oh god. Uh yeah. Michael Eric. or something. I also saw the guy with the not long Eric. hair and the trench coat that uh Jesus. That no 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 no. That was the the, the savior's guy that uh that got killed that the Lenny James killed at the bar. Oh. That was haunting him. Yeah, Tuesday Night Fun That's Boy. another one that's oh, yeah. not going to have many people in his no. life to sign autographs. No. <laughs> Baboon Nose Boy's not going to have. Probably, they, probably get, they probably get threatened. <laughs> dick Nose. Yeah, they probably nose get Richard. yelled at. Hey, you're the asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not really that person. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't mind going and just saying, hey, look. I know you're not that character, but man, I hated that character with a passion. You did a good job. <laughs> yeah, you really, you, you really brought you, the asshole on that. You one. sold it, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, thought, you know, they they say never go full asshole. You went full asshole. Good job, buddy. Like, yeah, I wouldn't mind. Like, I don't even think he does them, but like going to the dude and getting him to like autograph something porch dick, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, that would be great. Just for him, just to watch him like. Cringe a little bit as he had to write. Yeah, it's it like, from. look, man, I don't even know what your name was on the show. Yeah. You're just the porch dick. Can you just sign it, porch dick. I don't even give a fuck what your name is. I don't care is. what your real Everyone name is. Everyone knows who you are. <laughs> All right, you ready for episode two, <laughs> the bridge? Two. Yeah. Do you have a previously on? I have a previously on, oh, and wow. then we are winging it. Yeah, and then we'll just we. Up. It is. Free boobing balls all the way till till the end. Free, we'll kind of go a little quicker, maybe. Yeah. So, all right, you ready? Yep. Previously on The Walking Dead, Justin needs paint. Daryl needs a vacation. Rick needs some cooperation. The sanctuary needs food. Maggie needs labor and a bodyguard. And Gregory needs a chiropractor. <laughs> he needs a chiropractor for sure. Speaking of chiropractors, real quick, dude, your chiropractor is the bomb. Oh yeah, yeah. So, oh, did you go back and get the get your back worked on some more? I've got a one. I'd gotten my back done twice. Yeah, and um, second time not near as bad as the anticipation of the first time. Yeah, first time actually didn't hurt me. Although the first time, like it took about three or four days before it hit me. But yeah, I was really sore. Yeah, like to the point where I was like walking myself up the wall to kind of just get upright yeah after i was up i was okay but it was just like going from a sitting position to get like my lower back straightened out yeah was pretty rough for like one day but it took four days for it to hit me because i went in on a wednesday and it didn't really hit me that hard until like saturday night into sunday but yeah so i've had two of the lower backs done now and you know i'm not pain free but i'm definitely 
overall pain, like from neck and everything, probably cut in half. Well, that's nice. good. Nice. That's good. Half yeah, is I mean, good because... Yeah. I mean, I'm not near as bad, anywhere near as bad as what I've been over the last few years. Mm-hmm. So... Well, that's good. Yeah. Have so, you noticed a change in your gait when you walk? Um, No. Okay. But, um, again, I, I probably haven't paid attention either, so it, it, might, it might be there. So there's been times that I have messed my lower back up so bad that when I walked, I could actually tell I felt like I was walking sideways because mm-hmm. it twisted it to the point that I was basically leading with one hip. Yeah. And I would walk down the hall. And if I don't know if he does it to you, but he does it to me occasionally. If it's a rib thing, then he hardly ever looks back at me. But if it's like a lower back while we're walking and we're talking, he'll turn around and look at me. And, and this one time that I was walking, he goes, you know, you're walking sideways, right? And I said, I feel like I am. He goes, yeah, you're leading with that left hip. Your your back is really twisted out. So then he gets me if in he, there if and he twists is, me he's the not, other way to straighten it. If he is, he's never said it to me. Okay. And I haven't visually seen him, you know, caught him doing it or anything. I just realized I paused the TV on uh, Rick taking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, it was a perfect shot because he's... Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like mouth open, oh, eyes, eyes closed. It's like, ah. Uh... <laughs> Has anybody seen Eugene? <laughs> open wide. <laughs> All right. It's like, that's like the moment of Michonne just closing her mouth around it. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, and, and his very next line is, I'll try and keep it short. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I'm not saying I'd suck a dick, but I put it in my mouth until the swelling went down. I, I saw, I think it was, maybe I watched a little bit of Talking Dead on this one, and it said that some people thought that he was maybe talking to, um, that he was talking to Carl there, like sitting down at Carl's grave or something, oh. having a conversation with Carl. I'm like, no, he I'm was like, not. I'm like, from the he's moment, to Negan. from the moment it started, I'm like, he's sitting there talking to Negan. Yeah. There was not a doubt in my mind that he wasn't ever talking to Negan. At least on this time, they gave us a timeline of it's been 35 days. So it's been roughly a month since Gregory uh, died. Yeah, got hung up. And uh, and they've pretty much built that whole damn bridge in a month. So barcode and a rat? Yeah, I'm guessing they're a couple. Yeah. Then big girl and... Oh, yeah. Big guy. And Jerry, yeah. Jerry, oh, wait, definitely. there we go. Finally, we have a normal relationship. There you go. Samoan and Samoan, I uh, mean, uh, whatever. Mixed and mixed. And... So, yeah. But, yeah, in the in the books, it's Carl that goes down there and talks to Negan. Yeah. Rick doesn't. He's got nothing to say to the guy. Oh, uh, in the comics, you say? Yeah. Gotcha. Then back to the crows. Oh, yeah, I'll let it play so you can see the... Uh, I saw a few red things. Like, there was a red... Barry in one of the crow's mouth, and there was red tips on the no, arrows. right behind it. Yeah, then there's the uh, one red yeah. one. Yeah, there's some red zombies in the back. Yeah, there's a few aspects of red throughout it. So, um, but yeah, I did catch the red zombie, but I didn't think of it being a, quote, warm-bodied individual, which would be the whisperer-ers, whisperer-ers. Which they at least kind of... If you know what's coming, what to look for on some of the zombie scenes. Right. So they're finishing up the bridge, about to finish up the bridge. Yeah, we're at like workers' this, camp. Yeah. Which would suck. 
That's he's, like Kaikima for a month. Yeah, <laughs> dude. At least you got something to do. You're not bored, at least. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're busy. I'd rather working. be that than sitting in a factory doing nothing all day. Yeah, mashing corn. Yeah, but I wonder how big a perimeter they have to put around that thing to warn them to keep them from not being completely and totally. Caught, a, caught on off guard and swarmed. So what's the deal here? We got to hurry up with the bridge construction that Eugene's talking about here because something's coming or something's about to happen. Did y'all catch what was what was the um, deal? Was it a storm coming or something? Or? So they're, they're referring to Horatio, which I think is their code word for a herd. Oh, okay. So there's a herd coming and that's what they yeah. want to hurry up. Because okay. they say like clockwork, Horatio's passing or whatever, and that's when they sound up. Piper 1 and Piper 2 to um, draw them from them doing the blasting after they did the blast. So, um, and Eugene with all his. Uh, he was actually talking about. Stupid ass. Um, yeah, I, I've gotten to where I just can't, I can't keep up with him. Yeah, but, Eugene was talking so fast in this episode. I was like, what is yeah, he talking about? Slam, bam, oh, and Code words. And yeah, I was like, what? He's talking about the current rate of spring runoff. So it's got about six to nine days before it starts flooding again. Yeah, and that coffer dam that they're using to keep the water at bay until the cement footings that they poured hardens is going to just go. So yeah. that's what he was talking about. That while he we is have holding to back the water. Yeah, there. Because when he was talking the whole time, I was like, he's got so much slang in there. I don't know what's what was happening. Yeah, that's his all. You know, slam bam, thank you, ma'am, coffer dam. What is? What was the point of this? Scene? Yeah, what was the point of showing the piece of wood? Well. Showing the person with the fingerless hand. Like, I don't understand what that was about. That You noticed that that was Eugene looking at the hand? Yeah. Looking around. Eugene rigged everybody's bullets to blow up. Oh, uh, so he was feeling so guilty for the people. He's who... surrounding by a bunch of people either missing hands or missing fingers, which mm-hmm. is why they showed people missing hands. Because there was that one lady times. missing a whole hand in one of this episode. She yeah. was doing something. I forgot what she was doing. Yeah, that's but... right. He's responsible for and it. And I thought, like wow, they got some lady with a missing hand on the show? I think they had a butcher or something somewhere that had was missing a hand. Okay, so that was his guilt there. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see the, the. I just saw her wrapping something in rope, and I was like, I don't understand what what this. Yeah, is. that was missing fingers. Now that makes. Yeah, sense. Yeah, I didn't even see the missing fingers. That, yeah. that was a. Uh, that was yeah. I his. gotta figure that Eugene. So now lives there's a, in a bug going around. He says he has to go because there's a bug going around. Bug going around in Alexandria. I'm like, yeah, I'll stay in camp. Thank you for that. I don't need no. It's like you assholes weren't diarrhea. at the prison. I ain't going anywhere near it. Yeah, I don't need anybody near that stuff. So uh, the the real main doctor has to leave because a stomach bug's going around and and leave the newly trained what's Enid. her name Enid, Enid who doesn't know what she's doing by herself yeah because nothing's gonna happen at the work camp no, no. but the, we're gonna send the major doctor for a stomach bug yeah. <laughs> to the sanctuary I do think it's funny that Rick strikes out with with Maggie getting food so that's that's one of the things that. Uh, Eugene's bringing up is we're running low on everything and we're about to run low on people because they're just going to say, fuck this, I'm out. So I would have been like, Rick good, sends, we have to feed them. Yeah. So Rick sends Michonne to go talk to Maggie. He's like, hey, look, I know maybe you'll be a little more uh, receptive to the P since you definitely kicked the D out. Let's see. Let's see how we can get this working. I wonder what they're building because that's a big ass building that they're, they have right behind her under construction. Um, and, you know, Maggie, yeah, she continues to play hardball. She's like, until that tractor moves, these crops don't get plowed. Until the crops get plowed, we ain't got no food. Yeah. 
We're SOL. Yeah. Now, something I noticed in uh, in Hilltop here that I don't know if y'all noticed or not. Mm-mm. The uh, buildings, the structures that are currently existing around the periphery, I thought what they were doing was building awnings or something over them. Yeah, or that's what it looked them. like to me. And I got to thinking about it. I don't think those are awnings. There's no reason for having them. And there's really not enough there to hold anything. But it's good for a makeshift footbridge. Because Maggie had to run along the rooftops to get around away from herds in case they got in. That would be another good thing to do. In case you got to try and stay off the ground, you can use those as a, a secondary walking path. Mm. All right. Makes sense. I'll, uh, I love the gold caption. In, indistinctive chatter in the background. But Maggie makes her point very clear. Yeah. We're not going to give you a damn thing. I ain't given an inch. I've given you food, and I'm expecting ethanol in replacement, and you still can't provide it. And whoever left, whether they got taken down by walkers or went AWOL, not my problem. I'm not going to give you more food until you give me something in return. This is when I felt that something was going to happen with Aaron because... He's sharing too much. Yeah, he's talking about like being a dad and all that shit. I'm like, whose diaper is he changing? It had to be that little kid that he rescued. Um, oh, I forgot about the baby. That. Whatever it, I forget its name. I it was, was like, a, man, I forgot about that. Yeah. I was like, who was he talking about? That's my guess. So, water boys going around the bridge, make sure everybody got water. Yeah, and he gets to douchebag ponytail boy number one. Justin. Who's like, I'm going to take as much water as I need. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, who in your right mind thinks that you can pull pull some trick like that on a kid in front of all those people, and it's just going to slide? I like that dude, though. He's like, yeah, I got my ass kicked, too, by a kid, except I was seven. (laughs) So... And then we have so we got a big brawl that happens on the bridge, and this turns into just nothing but a slugfest. Yeah, it's a a setup for later. <laughs> what other show was that guy in with the long hair that's that was still in the water from the kid? Shield. Shield. Agents of Shield. Okay. He was in something else too because I saw somebody say something about it. Because <laughs> when I see him, I say he looks exactly like the same guy from another show we've been watching. I couldn't think of what he where he came from. Well, Rick and Eugene come across the rumble on the bridge. What's going on? He breaks it up. Now he's meeting with everybody to go. Now he's meeting with Carol. Telling her she's got to get your shit together with your people. And Carol's like, how can we? They're they're crazy. They're criminals. Yeah. It's like taking the people out of the prison and thinking, oh, they're going to just conform to society with no problems. Right. We we did this episode back in the prison. Yeah. (laughs) Remember how that went for you? You know, back in the prison, what happened? If they don't Partial want to change, they now what's going to happen? Change. Aaron's going to lose his arm. Yeah, spoiler, he loses his arm. Yeah, so uh, it's like everybody realizes this, but Rick. If anybody's to... listening to this and they haven't watched the show, I should spoil it for them. <laughs> <laughs> but it all comes down to they're like, give up on these savior people. You just like yeah. keep the good ones and let the others just walk. Yeah, I mean, yeah, get it. We can't feed everybody. Yeah, I mean, turn them loose and let them fend for themselves. They'll figure it out one way or the other. They'll either figure it out or come back, or they'll change their attitude and, you know, come back. Mm-hmm. Maybe I guess the fear is that a bunch of group of them will leave and then try to attack them or something. Maybe that's what the fear is. Oh, yeah, you did it once and you they had weapons. Yeah. You do it now and they got no weapons other than the ones that they can 
think that they can forge up on their own. So, I mean, they've, they've already admitted that they've essentially de-armed them as a group, a whole. I would, you know, I don't, you know, I, granted, I know that they're trying to build, you know, this, you know, bigger thing and, and whatnot, but man, at some point you got to cut your losses and then you got Matt or Michonne over here and, uh, what is it, Tammy? Yeah, Tammy. Yeah, Tammy pleading to see her husband has been locked in the cellar for a, a, month. a month. Yeah. And Jesus is just trying to somewhat keep the peace and not uh, stir the pot with Maggie. Because he's like, damn, that bitch hung that dude. I don't, you know, I ain't going against her. It's funny how um, they always shoot Jesus like they shoot Tom Cruise to make him look taller. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a little bitty dude like Tom Cruise. <laughs> but see, look, he looks the same height as, you know, or even, or even taller than her. And he's probably six inches shorter than her. He's a little dude. I didn't understand the reasoning behind uh, Anne drawing Gabriel's organist. I don't, other than he must have had some sort of a thing for. Her. Right. He obviously had some kind of a thing for her, and she just wanted to draw, apparently, is my guess. That way she could flirt with him. But yeah, but then she gets to, you know, reach over and slightly graze his hand and say, It's okay. I care too. Yeah, speaking of that other kid, we haven't seen that other kid in a while. I wonder where it is. Like if it's at Helltop or if it's at um, Alexandria. Because I think they brought it back to Hilltop originally, right? Yeah, I think so. And then we get into um, Maggie and Jesus. Jesus talking about Georgie's letters, which figures into TS's thought that... Uh, yeah, if they want to get rid of her, she'll go there and never come back. Right. Unless she, it's time for her to come back if she decides to come back. That way we don't have to kill you off, but hey, we got a convenient place for you to stay until yeah, we need you. she can conveniently disappear for a while. Yeah. yeah. But they're also saying the same thing about um, Andrew Rick. Lincoln. Yeah, they're saying some version of 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 that Rick is not going to die, that he's going to like leave on the helicopter you yeah. know, type yeah. thing. Just like they were saying, there's no way they're going to kill Carl. Right. Or Carl's not dead. He's going to come back or he's immune or whatever else. Yeah, right. It's people just grasping at straws to try and make some yeah. kind of sense out of it. But it's going to happen. Right. Then we get a glimpse of what they did with their cellar. Instead of storing their food and shit in it, they built a couple jail cells, it looks like, out of it. Yeah. What's funny is Earl is the one that made the bars. Yeah. Now, where was the rock slide at? I don't understand why we're dynamite blasting this part like they didn't really explain that aspect of it it's like yeah why are we doing this and was it for i mean i i think it was to clear off some portion of the road but i didn't or really with the dam i didn't really I... realize that alexandria virginia which is essentially right right outside of dc is so hilly that we can't just uh go around the rock slide yeah <laughs> but you know i don't know then uh Earl gives his spiel about being a drunk, drunk and doing stupid stuff, and, and Tammy gave him a chance. Blah blah. And then that whole, uh, like, yeah, those are the footings that they're pumping water out of yeah. to get for the bridge that Rick's down there working on right now with them. But the uh, the lookout tower that Tara's in, I've seen those things like lose hydraulic pressure. That's not a place you really want to be that high up. No. 
Because if that gives, that thing's dropping. Yeah, you're dropping like you might as well just f- jumped out of the some bitch. Because I saw what they had one of those at one of, at my building one time, and they were doing something, and they were up on the fourth or fifth floor, and that thing started leaking fluid, and it uh it started dropping quick, and the only thing that probably saved that guy was that he had tied himself in on the roof. So he was essentially just hanging on the side of the building, um, like repelling style. Yeah. You know, on his uh, lizard harness until somebody could get get there to get something up there for him to get back down. But it was a tie-off. He didn't have like a rope to go down to the ground. But it was better than him dropping four stories, I guess. And that thing dropped, I bet, 20 gallons of hydraulic fluid in the parking lot. Damn. So, blasting happens. Air horn one goes off. Air horn two never goes off. Herd is heading straight for the lumber yard. The, the lumber crew. The lumbering yard crew. And what kills me with this, and we pointed out when we were watching, you got the lumber crew pulling logs that have got to weigh half a ton. And you got mules over there tied up doing nothing. But what kills me about that is you got two guys with ropes on top of the log pile, two guys underneath pushing trying you're gonna tell me that you're gonna take wet wood wet saturated live wood and push it up a slide no and the dude who's standing 20 feet in the air lets go the rope and like jumps like a little crying bitch uh, we're gonna pick the biggest log we have and put it on top yeah. When when I saw that Aaron's arm under that tree, I was like, "Oh, that's it. He's done. He is yeah. gone." Yeah. And Daryl trying to pick this tree up. This is complete and garbage. We got a tree down in the backyard. Still, it's not that even I that big, move. and it's not even that big. It's yeah. way it's like smaller one of than that. Smaller little. It's probably like a third of the there. size of that tree. And I was out there going, "Ugh." I can, ain't going nowhere. Now, he wedges it. <laughs> he, he does take that little log and wedge it up there. He uses I, an axe as a fulcrum. There's no, no way that axe no. handle would support that weight. I've got a chunk of, uh, it's it's a farm fence post, metal fence post, Yeah. that I use a log as a, le- as a lever. I use a log as a, a stand, and then that thing, that metal fence post, as a lever and I, I can lift it. I can lift it a few inches and then I'll slide a wood underneath it and just kind of work its way up that way. But I mean, that's with a, a tree significantly smaller than that. I can barely move the damn thing. Right. There's no way you're going to have four guys pushing that thing up. You wouldn't even have 10 guys pushing that thing up. So then huge fight ensues. And sure enough, they get it off, uh, Aaron's arm. Aaron's arm. Just enough frame to slide mangled. out from under it. Oh, you yeah, can see bone and everything. Oh, his arm was jacked. That arm was hard to look at. Yeah. That that was, that's probably the only, well, I don't say the only time. One of the few times that I've actually cringed. In yeah, a, when you saw it. In, in seasons. Now, when, with Rick missing the, when he shoots the rope and he misses the first shot, is that a sign that he hasn't shot a gun in a, quite a long time? Well, Quite I mean, possible. not really. That's a small caliber gun he's shooting, and I've you know on about a maybe inch thick of rope. I mean, that's a tough shot. Ooh. I don't care who you are. Oh, they're gonna show his arm again. Oh god! Yeah. But what we forgot to mention is Ooh. when when uh, Rick rolls the the logs, the logs down and all of the Walker herd is coming from down the hill up the hill that you clearly spotted. 
two or three walkers that are running down the hill. Yeah. Away. <laughs> away, away from the logs. Like, away from Not the rocks. Down, like, but more to the side, like, I'm going to go to the side and miss all like, this. They're like, I, oh, God, let me stagger let over me here. Stagger off to Run the away. side like a smart person yeah. and miss all these rolling down the hill logs. Yeah. yeah. These uh, walkers are Ugh. deteriorating and getting much smarter. Oh, get ready for this one, Enid. You're about to toss your cookies. So, Enid's yeah. going to get her book out oh. and know what page to oh. exactly flip to to amputate an arm. Let me look yeah. up. She immediately doesn't hesitate, though. She's like, got to amputate. He's like, wait, what? You headbutt this a tree. This is like Civil War doctors. No you matter what it is, we tree, amputate. A tree lands your arm. Okay, tree lands your arm. First thing, you're fucked. Uh, okay, well. <laughs> it's on page one because we amputate yeah. everything around here, like in the Civil yeah. War. Yeah, yeah. More th- your leg, we're going to amputate. More than more than a six inch cut. Yep, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Modern Turn, cough, cut it off. Turn to page sixty four. Uh, is it a limb? Yes, cut it off. <laughs> Severe sneeze, cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That uh, any I, pain pills around here? No. Won't take. Yeah. I have got to give the makeup crew credit. They did a fantastic and they got him real pale job too. with that. You know, oh, him real pale. He would. It, it, I would think you would literally have cardiac arrest. Yes. Over that. I mean, I would imagine. You had but about twenty men hold him down, dude. Back in the day, Civil War time. They just dropped you on a bench and cut your leg off. Yeah, they just started sawing. But I'm sure you passed out. Hold your, you hold passed your out man. almost and immediately. Then I'd imagine unrealistic uh, injury. Beat down number number two, two is copper hot to the head. Boom, copper pan to the head does do anything but put a few stitches in his cheek. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it would, in reality, it would have crushed his face in. Oh, damn right. His face would have, his cheekbone would have been shattered, nose, eye socket, all of the above would have been just gone. If you really hit somebody like that with a copper pan like that. But, again. But all things considered, I'd rather get hit in the face with a copper pan than with the <laughs> cast iron pan we cook in every day. <laughs> that true. thing would flatten you dead. That's, yeah, true. <laughs> if you can get it up and haul it. <laughs> yeah, if you can get enough momentum behind that, some bitch will swing it. Yeah, um, I've been kind of tempted to buy the uh, the new lady at work who's from California a lodge cast iron pan. <laughs> she wouldn't know how to season it. She wouldn't know what to do with it. But at the same time, I'm going to go look. You live down here now. You got to have one of these in your get her kitchen. the get her the little bitty one that's like this big. Yeah, you know that comes with like um where you can make like a and you can like put a, a mini oh, yeah, yeah. A real a chocolate cornbread chip recipe cookie. in there. Yeah. Not no uh, mix. Mine came with a mini chocolate chip cookie recipe in it uh. mix, and so you're like, look, I know you're from California, so start off small. Here you go, and give her that. <laughs> yeah, you get to where you can bake a big cookie in this. Yeah, I get you a bigger one. When you perfect bringing uh in uh a small cookie that is uh. Crispy on the edges, but soft and gooey in the middle. Ooh, yeah. Then we'll talk Hush, about. You make me hungry. Then we'll talk about uh, upgrading you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll properly show you how to season a uh, cast iron grill. So, um, I have one of those too. I have one of those little mini ones. Mm. Yeah. I cheat though, and I get the little cubed um, pre-cut cookie things and i'll just put four of them on it and mash them in there oh there you go stick it in (laughs) and stick it in the oven and make one (laughs) 
We cook with a cast iron skillet and, every day now. And then you just put the put your ice cream straight on top of the little mini skillet and eat it straight off of that. Yeah. Our kids don't have to take iron pills anymore because we kick on a cast iron. Oh, man. Day. I'd love to know what our iron is now. Because... <laughs> <laughs> We we did stainless steel and we did uh, was it ceramic yeah and we've done the Teflon and we've done all you know, these different things. things for cooking and we've had this cast iron skillet for God how long forever that's for the best kind freaking ever Lodge. I need mean, to start in the last it's year it's heavy AF I need to get but me it's one. perfect I need one nothing sticks to it yeah we just take our steel and just clean it and we got the oil steel wool scrubbing. Get in, get in the in the sink with hot water, clean it out with the steel wool scrubby, put it back on the eye to heat it up, and then pour some olive oil. oil in it, wipe it on the inside, season, done. It is it is the night one of the night. I wish we had more. Yeah, once they told us Xander's iron was low, we just got that out and no no more low iron anymore. <laughs> it's better than taking iron pills and getting stopped up. Right. So then we got Rick running into. Uh, Justin. Justin, thank you. I was going to try and call him Jeffrey for That's some reason. his pot to the head. Yeah. Yeah, a couple stitches. And then, like, Justin calls, he's like, your, your bitch did this to my face. And, and Rick's sitting here going, I know Look, you. Uh, I know you. he's got an arm. Yeah. He's like, I know, I picked up every dipshit like you every he's Saturday night. He's slacker that's like, it ain't my damn fault that you didn't charge the walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's always everyone else's fault, not his yeah. own. And Rick's like, God damn it, I can't look over everything. Yeah. I like that part where he said, if I ever see your face again, stitches ain't going to fix what I'm going to do to your ass. That's a little bit of the old school, old, old, te- Testament, old Rick. Testament Rick coming back out. And then back Rick. to CG. I'm sure the CG guys are like, fuck, now we got to. Another arm. We got to lose a limb. Yeah, like at least for Herschel, he covered up with his pants and, uh, you know, and then they got him the prosthetic thing. So he just, all he had to do was fake a limp, you know. Yeah. They ain't going to really be able to do. They can always do the camera shot above the waist and never see his feet, too. Right. That way, too. Yeah. But the arm thing is like, oh, yeah. And then we get to the whole. wearing a green sock on that arm for a while. Anne and Gabriel thing. And she goes for it. Oh, dude. Like, hook, line, and sinker. She starts working them, working that belt off, and I was yeah. like, damn, that hand's in there. Yeah, that hand is, that's not a five, that's like in the giblets. Yeah. <laughs> She's I got, thought you were and then right at the end, grabs the belt and the, and oh, the yeah. button flies, and she's going for it. Olivia says, I'm supposed to be on watch, and she goes, so watch. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, the fuck is it? Oh, girl. <laughs> okay. Watch with my one eye. Yeah. Watch with my good eye. And that was actually something <laughs> funny that T.S. pointed out when we were watching that she's sitting on the bad eye side. He can't yeah. see her. He can't, he can't see a damn thing. He's like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. But no, he, right. he can't see her. Well, she's about to square up right in front of him. I think he's going to get an Oh, yeah. He's about to get an eye full. And I. And she only might, one. She might get an eye full if she's not careful. <laughs> it burns. <laughs> now we're twinsies. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's going to start wearing his hat around the camp. So oh, know Lord. They got, they got together. No, God, please no. I'm going to wear your hat so everybody knows we're a couple. Your funky hat. My other part is... Um, how well? Okay, I guess we haven't gotten there yet. Rick having his little 
He's looking at his people, yeah. seeing how well his, they're doing. Look how good of a job I'm doing moment. Everybody's Everybody together and happy and playing. Families are enjoying game time at night, staring into the fire, eating some good food. And what's up with Carol? She's like, we got still got that stupid ring. Well, it's been so She's many like, yeah, girl, I'll get yeah. down and propose. She's like, no, 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 it's not that big of a deal. It's I mean, it's 30, a big deal to you. 30. It's not a big deal to me. Let, me, let me just try it on. prepared and everything. I mean, I'll put it on my finger, but don't get excited, because if you do, I'm just going to take it off and throw it away. Yeah. She's like, damn, girl. Come on now. He's going to get that speech in one day, just wait. Uh, yeah, he'll get the speech in, then he's going to die. Yeah. Or he might give the speech over her dead body. Uh, no. Well, yeah. Or. Yeah. While, while he's dying. Yeah. And now we cut back to. We're going to give Negan the update. Rick and, and Negan finally gets a little screen time. About 30 seconds worth. But. Yeah. We get in, you know, Rick's bragging about how it's not perfect, but we're making it together, and it may not be wonderful, but we'll figure it out, but we're not as bad as it was when you ran it. Kind of rub it in your face, kind of yeah. see how well I'm doing. Even I was right, perfect. you were wrong. And you'll be here forever, because no one's ever going to let you out. Yeah. And Negan's like, just wait. Yeah, he's like, when do I get to see all this? Just wait. Yeah. When you die, next generation comes, lets me out. Yeah, it's funny. He's like, don't you ever get tired of acting like you're still in charge? And Negan's like, do you? He's like, oh, damn. Good burn, Negan. Good burn. Like, oh, apply ointment to said burn. <laughs> um, yeah. He's like, when everything goes to shit, and it will, you come back and tell me about that day. And I'll come out and save y'all all. Yeah. Yeah. Because... I, I really, this this whole back and forth, I still think it's, Negan still realizes that even though you want to be good and you want to do good things, you got to have somebody there that's willing to put all that shit to the side and do the awful shit that has to be done yeah, to, to, to make it go. To some of these people into shape. To do the, to do the Gregory's, you know. Yeah. You need a hangman. You yeah. need somebody around. Somebody's got to make the call. To frighten the fear into them. To, right. To do the law. If there's no consequences, why follow the law? Right. Exactly. You that's like you just slap me in the face. It's like the the you know many thing, but I mean the state of Tennessee just some judges said, hey, you can't suspend driver's license anymore for people who don't pay their fines, like their parking fines and all that stuff. I'm like, then what the fuck's then, your incentive to pay the fine? Yeah. Then don't. What do you mean you can't? Why not? He said, he's, I don't know, said it was something unconstituted. I don't know what it was, but it was basically, you know. So was that a helicopter she was looking at or a drone? Yes, it was a helicopter. That's the helicopter. Okay, because the second I was like, is it a drone? No, it was a helicopter. Yeah. So how does she see it and hear it? it. Well, you can see the blinky light. Well, she's on watch. If she up can there hear it, though, tower. you would think that they could hear it. She, but she, the thing is, is when we were on the boat, and they had the helicopter show up to airlift the guy. We didn't hear it till it was right on top of yeah. us. Yeah. We didn't hear it until we could see the thing blow past the boat. Then we heard it. Yeah. Oh. Up until that moment, you it didn't hear like, a damn it's thing. It's here. It's gone. Like, hmm. And really, the only thing we could hear up on the deck was the ra- the waves uh, well, on yeah, either side of the boat. She don't have waves and shit drowning out all the noise. It's like perfect cricket crickets oh, yeah, crickets man cricket silence it's, you know? look, that, cricket silence yeah you got 
crickets banging, frogs banging. It's just it's noise, a cacophony of nature. <laughs> well, anyways. Anyway, matter. anyway, back to the road. Justin's drinking. He's like, screw this. I'll take I'm my toys and going home. Camp. I'm headed back to the Savior Land. I just think it's crazy he leaves in the middle of the night. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be out there at night. Yeah, and know. drinking. That's yeah. how bold he thinks he is, I guess. Well, it's, you know, the sun has, well, it's, it's, there's a little, little, I mean, unless that's a full moon. <laughs> well, you know, it's moon-ish light. So he sees someone's in the woods. And, and he goes, hey, you almost got yourself killed. And then, boom, he. So either he knows them or he or he doesn't know them. And he's like, man, I thought you were a zombie for a second, but you're not. Right. Or either I just know you. We don't know. That's the end of episode two. Yeah. And then previews for next week appear to be shit goes colossally sideways. Yeah, it uh, it's going south and it's going south fast. A lot of knives, a lot of guns were shown in there. And they have to end it with Rick holding the python, not pointing at what he needs to be pointing at, pointing at pointing down ground wise. <laughs> yeah, he's on the horse and pointing down, but he's still pointing it like almost like they're laying on the ground. <laughs> so, and that's it oh. as far as uh. A two-week wrap-up show for us. Episode one and two. One and two. Done. And we will do an instant cast on Sunday. For three. For three. Yeah. Because I've got to get it done before Uh, I hit the road for Atlanta. So what are we going to do about Atlanta? What do you mean? We'll just watch it after Sunday and then catch up. Well, so, yeah, I mean, we'll be back Sunday. I mean, just we won't watch it together. And then, you know, we'll... Sounds good. You know, shoot or record, you know, maybe Wednesday of that week or something. We'll have to see what the schedules look like. And when does it go on break again? Right before Thanksgiving? Yeah. For the year? Or... Yeah. Ugh. Until like typically around February. Valentine's Day. Yeah. So before Thanksgiving, it stops and then February. Yep. Okay. Well, so as soon as you get in depth, it stops. Pretty much. Yeah. As I mean, we're, this, is ep- this will be episode three this week. So yeah, it's five more weeks. So right at. Middle of November. Okay. Cool, cool. All right. Peace. Am I the meanest? Sure enough. Am I the prettiest? Sure enough. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Sure enough. I can't hear you. Sure enough. FFA. After graduation, Mary Ann went out looking for a bright new world. Wanda looked all around this town and all she found was Earl. Well, it wasn't two weeks after she got married that Wanda started getting abused. She put on
Thank you.